Welcome to track number eight of Zealously Affected Always. Now, five benefits of strength. Number one, you will begin to win battles in your life. You'll begin to win battles. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. I returned and I saw under the sun. Wow. That the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. Now, the reality is that Battles are won by the strong. Now you may be in a battle for your life. You may be in a battle for your soul. A battle for your ministry. A fight for you to be what God wants you to be. Many of us are in battles. You think battles will start later in life when you are in your 30s. But you may have realized by now that the battle is already fully ablaze fully ablaze and it takes strength to win the battles the battle are won by the stronger army whatever battle you are involved in today tomorrow next year by the powers of the Lord which make you strong you are declared an eternal winner of every battle in Jesus' name. Personal strength. I said personal strength is given to you in Jesus' name. Sit down. Do you know that I've been in many battles? Huh? Many. I've been in many battles. I've been in battles in four dimensions. Yes. Personal battles. Domestic battles. Ministry battles. Battles to advance the church internal battles many without strength I will not be standing on my feet I'll be down there are times I've received severe blows yes there are times my life has been threatened yes but by personal strength the strong are those that win battles. Now, let me tell you something. The nature of Satan is to fight you in secret. When I look at your faces from here, one, two, three, four, five, six. You can't see battles written on your faces. Your faces look too nice and shiny. You look excellent. You look wonderful. 
Nobody knows the battles you are experiencing and the battles you are fighting by looking at your face in church. Are you listening to me? Are you enjoying the weather? You want more of such weather? Were you feeling hot before? Are you feeling cooler now? Wow. Now, what is a battle? A battle is sometimes described as a ding dong battle. Everybody say ding dong battle. Ding dong battle. Ding dong battle means that you give one and then they also give you one. And you give one, then they also give you one. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. And after you've given with all your strength, you think that it's over, but another one is coming. Paul! Hey! Ding dong battle. <laughs> Some of you are in ding dong battles and you are wondering when is this ding dong battle going to be over. Ding dong battles, ding dong battles, ding dong. Pa, it's like it's over. No, another one can pa. Then another one pa. Then they also get pa. Ding dong, ding dong battles. When you strike with all your strength and it doesn't end it, you are in a battle. And it's still persisting. Something more is developing. Another side is developing. A new thing is coming up. Something is continuing. A development of the continuation complexities are developing into complications. It's called a ding-dong battle. But the battle is eventually won by the strong. When Muhammad Ali was fighting, it was a ding-dong battle. It's not one, it's Joe Lewis and uh, last week I was asking you people for the boxers. Joe Lewis and the German, there was a German boxer. Do you remember his name? German? Max Schmeling. Joe Lewis, yes. That was not, the first one was a ding dong battle and Joe Lewis was beaten. But the second time, Joe Lewis knocked him out instantly. When they started in the first one, finish. Joe Louis, ding dong battle, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Wow, is it amazing? How many have already seen some battles? Somebody, a boy is following you, and you say, "Go away, I don't like you." They realize that he's come back again. You change your number, he's found your new number, he's calling you with a new number. Ding dong, ding dong. You say his fornication is over. Before you realize you are down, you are pulling on your panties. Hey! 
when will the ding dong battle be over? You say you will no more be wicked again. Before you realize you have slapped somebody. Up and down, up and down, up and down. But I came to prophesy your victory to you in the name of Jesus. The victory belongs to the Lord. God is going to give you the upper hand. At the end of it, you will see that God has given you the upper hand. In Jesus' name, you will be declared victorious at the end of the battle. Sit down. That is why a father, a spiritual father, does not give up easily on his children. Because sometimes even when they are down, he knows that this is just round three and they are going to 11 rounds. And although he is looking down on the ground, it's just round three down, but there's up to round 11. By round 11, you'll be declared the winner of this battle in Jesus' name. Sit down. One day, one of my spiritual sons came to me. He said, Bishop, I can't stop the masturbation. I put my hand on I said, don't worry, it will go. It will go. And I told, I gave him a secret. You would have been surprised at the secret I gave him. I won't, I won't say it in the preaching. Yes. But I gave him a secret. I said, don't worry, it will go. It will go. It will, it will go, you will be surprised. You see, when you are a father, even round seven, you see that you're... When, when you are a coach, your your this thing is down, round seven. Will you say... Will you say... Uh, Put a knife. No! You know that it's a battle. You put some small hot water, you bath the man with some soap and lather, give him some uh, glucose, glucose, glucose. Hey! One day, one of my spiritual sons, he went to steal something. When they caught him, I said, leave him. This round three. By round 11, he will not be stealing something. He would rather be bringing money to you. You watch and see. It's a battle. Sometimes you only knew how to steal. He only knew how to steal. So it's a ding-dong battle. Fighting devils. Fighting what wants to kill you. Fighting what wants to spoil your life. Fighting what wants to destroy you. And that's why I only encourage you to become personally stronger. That's all. Whatever is your weakness, I tell you, a time will come, you see that. The way it will happen will be that you realize that. But it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Some of you girls, eh? You are like paper. When you meet a boy whom you like, when he does, 
all your dress comes off. When he shakes you, hey! your dress, a day will come. You even wonder that hey, me. Surprised that you must be choking. Sit down. Number two. Prophetically, I'm giving you five benefits of being strong. The second, the first is that you win your battles, and the second. It's like unto it, you stop running away. Proverbs 30, verse 30. Proverbs 30, 30. It says, 3030. A lion which is strongest among beasts and turneth not away for any. A lion which is strongest among beasts and turneth not away for any. Every animal runs except lions. You will run away from the lion. God is making you strong like a lion. Instead of every day running away with your tail between your legs, the enemy is going to start running away from you. Hallelujah. You will not be running away, they will be running away from you in the name of Jesus. When you come, things will run away. I say, when you come, sin will even run away. They will say, a holy man has come. A holy man has come. A holy man has come. A righteous man has come. An elder has come. A man of God has come. A pastor has come. A lady pastor has come. Prophetess has come. Hey! Satan will be running away from you. A lion which is strongest among beasts and turneth not away for any. Instead of you running and you being afraid, God is doing something in your life and the enemy. Is going to there are many demons that are afraid of me. Many. I'm known. I'm known in the spirit. They know me. I bind them in the night. Hey, I declare judgment and desolation over all the dwelling places of devils and demons. In the name of Jesus. Yes. I curse them. I curse them. I bind them. In the name of Jesus. One day when my father died,
I went to the house where he used to stay. And I, I was alone in the house. And I heard a noise upstairs. Clearly. Some, something either was walking or moving. And there was nobody in the house. When I heard the sound. And I was alone. And I heard that upstairs. I said. Where is this thing? I, I ran upstairs. I ran upstairs. Where are you in the name of Jesus? Hey! The thing never came again. The lion which is strongest among the peace and turneth not away from any. I should run away. You run away. You run away. Demons will run away from you. Some of you girls, you stand by the roadside, a BMW with tinted windows will stop to pick you. Then you sit down with air condition and they are playing Mozart. And a person is rapping you and you are now on the defense. It's rapping. You said, I want to take you to TikTok hotel tic tac hotel let's go and watch a movie and then you realize that you are in danger of going to tic tac hotel so you say please can I get down here and you run out of the car but a day will come when you sit in the car, BMW, tinted windows, color blue, you will start to speak. You say, Sir, there was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine He fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar. And the rich man would say, Eh? And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into the valley. And it also came to pass, Mr. Osayman said, that the rich man also died. Sir, I want you to know that you will die one day. Then the man's heart begins to be He lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and he seared Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, I'm tormented in this place. And Abraham said, No, for there is between me and you a great girl fixed. That they that will pass from thence to hence cannot, neither can they pass from hence to them. Wow. And besides all this, then he said, Remember in thy lifetime, Mr. Osai Kojo Kwachi Mensa Daku. I want you to know that you will remember me in this car one day. That I told you to repent or go to hell. Then the man will say, Please, can you get down from my car? Now? Please, can you, can you come out of my car? I beg you. Can you come out of my car? Give the Lord a shout of praise. Instead of defending yourself, 
the enemy will be defending himself from you. Yes. When I came to Legon, I went to visit my friend, who later became my beloved, who became my wife. When I got to her room, she had a pigeonhole in front of the door, and it was full of invitation cards. She was being invited to every party. Freshers. Yes. So I, I said, who, who are these inviting you? No one has invited me since I came to the school. How come nobody invites me? Yes. How come no one invites me? But they invite you. Now listen. When you are strong, Satan cannot invite you. When you open the door and say, Hi, girl. We came to invite you. We are going to Kaswa Beach Party. Tonight is a groovy night. Everybody is coming. We are going to jam all night long. As soon as he finished talking, you say to him, kneel down. Kneel, kneel down here. Will you kneel down, please? Father, for, forgive him for he knows not what he does. Forgive him for he knows not what he does. Stand up, stand up. Turn to Genesis and you start to share the word. When he goes, he will tell people that never go to room number. What the prayer that they prayed over my life. I've, I've never had such a prayer before. The Bible says, A lion which is strongest, which turneth not away from any. You will not run away from any village or town. You will say, this town, I will go there. I can stay there. I can stay there. I can build a church there. I can do the work of God there. I will never run away. The end of running away comes when you are strong in the Lord. When you are not strong, you start running. Excuses. Can I see you after church? Dodging with this type of excuses. A lion will turn it not away from any. Strength. Yes. You've married and your marriage is not nice. And you are turning away from the marriage to another relationship. You rather say this marriage, whatever happens, I will stay in it. I will conquer you. One brother took a blade to go and remove his his testicles because all my stories are true. He took a blade to go and read because his wife was not allowing him to have sex with her. He was struggling with her every day. You are going to remove 
precious testicles. What is wrong with you? Command that girl, come and lie down now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whose I am and whom I serve. Will you lie down now in the name of Jesus? You are going to remove your testicles. Are you mad? saying to me, tomorrow sound a trumpet clearly, so that we see everything, sound a trumpet clear trumpet clear, I said okay, because I realized the Lord was saying, I should be very clear about what I'm saying, so the next day I went, I finished preaching, I went upstairs I said come and I gave a clear trumpet sound and the orangu rose up I said, from today, this, 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 this. And immediately said, ah, identify myself. And I said, go. With threatenings. Have you ever had somebody threatening you? I've been threatened many times. I've been cursed by people many times. Yes. Yes. I've been cursed. Personal curses. You are strong. But it boomerangs back to them. Boomerangs back to them. Do you know boomerang? It comes and turns around and goes back to where you go. Threatenings. God is doing it. I said, God is doing it. Turn away. Turn away. The church is not growing. And you retreat. No way. You see, we are building a church with attendance of at least 6,000 on Sunday morning. 6,000. When we came to the church, I said 1,000. We want to see 1,000 people. And we're not seeing it. We saw 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. But we want to see 6,000 Physical, we'll never, we will never change the vision. Never, never, never. We'll never turn away from that idea. 
You don't have to turn away anymore. When you are strong, you face yes. Okay. Okay. One day I came to the office and some pastors were meeting. One of the pastors was sitting in my chair. I called him and said, Come. Never sit in my chair. Even if I'm not here, don't sit in my chair. Don't sit in my chair. Even if I'm not here, don't sit in my chair. Yes. Yes. One day I went to a church that was Orangu. Oranguitis. Oranguitis. The church was suffering from Oranguitis. Inflammation of Orangus. But I brought an orangu side. Orangu side. And I was in a plane. It was a Swiss air, Swiss air jet. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, When I go, I should curse. I should speak a curse. When I went, I, I spoke a curse. I said, Let this curse be. Amen. When I finished preaching, I always remember what the Lord told me in the plane. I said, what am I going to do? Because this is Oranguite. It's like total inflammation. Oranguite. I spoke. People said, you are cursing. Curse, I've already spoken it to. Go and read Deuteronomy. Go and read Deuteronomy. Moses spoke it because he had no way to control what the people were going to do. He spoke the curse. Be strong. You don't have to run away. You don't have to run away. They should run away from you. And they will run away from you. In Jesus' name. Number one reason for being strong is what? You win the battle. Number two is what? You never run away again till you die in Jesus' name. Go and sit down. Number three. The third reason for being strong is so that nobody can force you anymore. Second Samuel chapter 13. Verse 1. Now it came to pass of this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar and Amnon the son of David loved her Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar for she was a virgin and Amnon fought it hard 
for him to do anything to her. Now listen. Uh, anyone who is falling in love so much that you are so possessed with a person, there is something wrong with you. Amnon, there was something wrong with him and it cost him his life. If you are very obsessed with one girl or one boy, you are sick. There's nothing like that. Your relationship ultimately is a decision. A decision about somebody. I'm so vexed with love for Tamar. I have to sleep with my sister. Something is wrong with you. There are not so many differences between girls that you are so possessed. This is the only person I'll marry. This is the only one that my love is whatever. And you are not well. You are not well. You are not well. Is it clear? Find out, counsel the person sitting next to you. Do you have anybody who are vexed with love for the person? You are vexed with love for the person. He, he was so vexed that he felt sick. I mean, you are so vexed with love that you are no more normal in your thinking. Aye. Have you seen some girls like that before? Are you sick or you are not sick? You are sick. It's later you find out that this boy is nobody. True or not true? You find out that, oh, but what was wrong with me? Like this, I'm not, you are so, what about this one girl? This one boy. What is a boy? Stop being mad. And be healed. Of amnonitis. I said be healed of amnonitis. Be healed of amnonitis. Once you start being possessed with a person, amnonitis is catching you. You must be able to disconnect from relationship like that. I drop you like a stone. I drop you. I drop you like this. Yes, I drop you. You stay because of the decision you've made, but not because I'm vexed. That feeling has gone. When the feeling goes, what will you do? Ask any brother after ejaculation, feelings, if they fly away like that. You even wonder that, Mika, what brought me here? All brothers who have ejaculated before, is what I'm saying true or it's not true? Is what I'm saying true or it's not true? After the ejaculation, you wonder that, ah, sometimes the person you have ejaculated into is amazed at your rapid extraction and removal. It's like, ah, just now you are going away like after you were holding me so tight. Rapid extraction. Is like, ah. What will you do when the desires and the feelings are not there? You begin to hate the person. Verse 3. 
Verse 3. Verse 3. Now, Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. Look, what type of friend do you have? Now, what did he say? Verse 4. And he said to him, you being the king's son, eh? oh, you're not telling me. I'm not saying, I love Tamar. It's like I love the wrong person. Verse 5. Jonah said unto lie on your bed and make yourself sick. That's why when some people say, I couldn't come to church because I was sick. Because of this scripture, we know that people make themselves sick when they are not sick. Lie on your bed and make yourself sick. Hey! Make yourself mobile. Make yourself cry. Make yourself depressed. But it's not real. When your father comes to see you, tell him you want only Tamar to give you meat. Dress the meat in my sight that I may see it. And eat it at a hand. Verse 6. So Amnon laid down and made himself sick. And the king was come to see him. And Amnon said, I pray thee, let my sister make a couple of cakes. Just a couple of cakes. Then David sent home to Tamar, come on, go and visit your brother. Dress him some meat. So Tamar went to her brother's Amnon's house and when he was laid down, she took flour and kneaded it and made cakes and did bake. How many sisters, I mean, even sometimes married with other, my husband will come to the kitchen whilst I'm cooking and sit there and talk to me. That's Amnonitis. Then she took a pan and poured it out before him, but he refused to eat. I said, how about all men from me? And every man went out. And Amnon said unto Tamar, bring the meat into the chamber. I want to eat from your hand. And Tamar took the case which I made and brought them to the chamber to Amnon, her brother. Beautiful. And when she brought it back unto him to eat, he took hold of her and said, Amnonitis has become high fever. Now, if Amnon had just masturbated this story wouldn't have happened he would have even wondered hey what is wrong with me verse 12 And she answered him, no, my brother, don't force me. No such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not doubt this folly. Wow. Wow. And the next verse. Whether shall I go and cause my shame to be? As for thee, thou shalt be as one of the fools in Israel. You see, how many want to be one of the fools in, in, in the church? So when you realize you are possessed and obsessed with a certain desire for somebody... You must realize we are about to become one of the fools of Israel. Don't let anybody obsess you. One day I, I was watching uh, a person was being interviewed. 
Right? Are you sure you want to hear all these things that I'm saying? His work was pornography. Like he was one of the actors. As a male, the male. He was a male. He was a male actor. And they were asking, how is he able to? Because there are so many people there. So many people. So many people. Cameramen, lighting. So, one thing that you are doing, they may have about 11 people with cameras, six cameras, lights from different angles, mixer man, <laughs> the lights, everything, the sound, the TV, the producer, everybody is in the room. It's not a small thing. So, they were asking, how is he able to? And he gave a secret. He said the secret is you focus on the person. And as he focused only on the person, all these light cameras and all that, he is able to concentrate. Now listen. Listen. You realize that for some of, us, for some of you, you realize that you are focusing on somebody is making you have desire even in the impossible situation is because you are, you are actually focusing on Tama was focusing on Tama it was like Tama is the only thing Tama is everything Tama is all everything is Tama Tama is wonder so it's like as you focus on it like this guy with 11 cameramen light mixer producer assistant producer director I mean 17 people there with light start stop start stop it's like how can you even but if you focus then you change that's what he was saying so what you are saying is that when you see that you are obsessed with one person it's like it means you are focused on the person without knowing that you focus on the person that's why the person is so wonderful to you anyway, the person is nothing and brothers have to learn this don't focus you see some of the persons like, look start to think in another realize that this person oh, is just like this one who is like this who is like this and that it should mix up in your mind and you go on. And there are too many fools in Israel. Too many fools in Israel. Yes. You can't be a pastor and be sleeping with all the beautiful girls at home. You just can't. And as for the beautiful girls, oh, more and bibri. Plenty. Bibri. Turn to the nearest brother and say, you are being delivered from fornication. Personal fornication. Get a real beloved and focus on that person. That's all. Focus on that person. Get a real beloved and focus on that Tell somebody I'm focusing. I'm focusing on the right thing. You see, that's why I said it's good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. Now, verse 14, you have deviated from the point. Verse 14. How be it he would not hearken unto her voice, but being stronger than she, 
he forced her and lay with her. Today marks the end of your weakness. Now, Satan has been forcing you to do certain things. How many realize you have been forced to do certain things? And why are you being forced to do certain things? Because he's stronger than you. Yes. He only is successful because he's stronger than you. And things you don't want to. How many have done things you don't want to do them? How many have prayed about things and you did it 17 more times than the first time that you prayed about it? But being stronger than she forced her. Today, I declare whatever has been forcing you will no more be able to force you again in the name of Jesus. Amen. If Tamar was a bit stronger, when Amnon held her, she would have chopped like this. Been the end of it. You are stronger than the enemy in the name of Jesus. You are stronger than the enemy in the name of Jesus. You are stronger than the enemy in the name of Jesus. You are stronger than the enemy in the name of Jesus. You are stronger than the enemy in the name of Jesus. You are stronger than the enemy in the name of Jesus. He said, He being stronger than she forced her you will never be forced again you will never be forced again you a brother a sister has come targeting you to remove your sip and remove things from and you are standing there like a lamp you are helpless hey. today is the last day that you report in Jesus name a sister how many boys have forced themselves on you go, go back go back so I can see go down how many boys have forced themselves on you how many boys I mean, the sex you had, some of you, you were just lying there. You were just lying, it happened. One after the other. I told him to stop and then he was still doing it. I told him to stop and he was continuing. I don't know why he was doing that. You don't know why. You don't know why. He being stronger. Brothers, so many, you can't even, some of you cannot even say the number of boys. When they ask you, oh, just a couple. 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 You understand the English of couple. 
I said, do you understand the English of couple? What is the meaning of couple? You can't even say it. Because you are afraid if they say, they may leave you. Yes. Benin said he was going to marry a girl. And suddenly God showed it to him. He said, ah, you are not pure. You are not pure. You are not pure. He, he said, he changed his mind. The girl was shocked. He changed his mind. He said, no. You are not pure. He changed his mind. He said he was with her somewhere. He said, no. Then the girl said, how can you? were so nice and you suddenly become so cold. He said, yeah, you are not pure. <laughs> you are not pure. Yeah. Go ahead, sit down. Go ahead, sit down. Satan will not be stronger than you from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Wow. And when I went to school and he came into my room and I was just lying on the bed and then I don't know what he was doing. And before I thought that he was doing something, he was doing something to me and I was like, it had happened. True or not true? No more. When he holds you, you hit his hand. Sir. I, you say respect yourself. Respect yourself. What are you doing? You must be joking. He being stronger than he was stronger than her morally, spirit in every way he was stronger than her. Because you see, girls, you are strong, even physically. Not that you are weak or whatever. Yeah. If you are being raped, you better fight. Yeah. Fight, bite. Every woman has teeth. You learn how to bite and hold the balls. These are the two powerful power points. You hold the ball and squeeze it into mashed potatoes. Aye! And you must bite a piece of the person's shoulder. Bite it off like you want to chew it. He will leave you instantly. Even when he's going, your mouth is like, I want to eat it. Look, tell the nearest sister you have been too cheap, honestly. It's not that I want to say something bad about you, but you have been too cheap. Too easy. Too easy. No, tell her, look into Ibos. Ibos, I want to tell you something. You have been too cheap. Shh. One day, a certain sister, she, she rose out of her room. She was going to the house. She was looking for penises to suck. No, all my stories are real. She went from room to room looking for penises to suck. And she got a number. Yes, from one to one. Here, leg on, here. She found. She found. She found. 
tell your neighbor weakness is over from today sit down Serena ah okay Alice sit down sit down sit down Tell your neighbor, this camp is making me strong. strong. How many can feel that you are getting stronger? Stronger. Yes, stronger. Yeah. What's the first benefit of strength? Number one is what? You win battles. Number two? Huh? You stop running away. Number three? You stop. Nobody can force you anymore. Amen. And number four. Benefits of being strong. You will build for God. First Chronicles 28 verse 10. First Chronicles 28 verse 10. Take heed now. For the Lord has chosen thee to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Be strong and do it. Be strong and do it. When you are strong, you do and build a house for God. And that's why we are here. You are becoming stronger so that you'll be involved in building a house for God. Not just thinking of yourself and trying to solve your own little problems every day. But you become strong and build a house for God. Yes. If you are not strong, you cannot build a house for God. Yes. And you see, the way to be strong is to be strong. And start doing what strong people do. Yes. But you know, I'm teaching you all this because you see, there are many battles ahead. Satan has planned for some of you, just like he planned for Peter. Some of you have declared your love for God, how you are going to serve God, and Satan has heard it. And he has desired to sift you like wheat. So I am building you up. I'm talking to you. You see, all the things I'm saying, there are mysteries in the things I'm saying. Some of that I say half, I don't say the rest of the half. Some of the things I'll say something, I'll not finish saying it. It's all mixed up for you to hear, if you have ears to hear. God is showing you how to be strong because he wants to really use you to build his house. 
without strength, you'll be defeated in the first battle. You'll be defeated again and again and again. But you need to be strong. Ding dong battles. You'll not run away again. You'll not take the, the bad. You can't retreat. You can't retreat. You can't cut off, cut off whatever. You can't do things that way. You'll be strong and fight on and be used by God to build his house. He says, the Lord has, the Lord has chosen you to build a house. Be strong and do it. Just do it by being strong. So, strength. Strength for today. Strength for tomorrow. Building God's house. Building God's house. And we are together building. One thing leads to us. We are building the church. We are, that, you see, once we focus on building the church, a lot of, you see, like you think about why you came to a camp. You know, we are here building the church, doing the work of God. You know, you, you would think that it's just building the church. But you see, God's coming closer to God is healing for every and each and every area of your life. You would think we are even, to, maybe are we talking about marriage or, are we, or is it a seminar? It's, it's God. And as you draw closer to God, he starts to rub you. you know, if you are a sheep and you come near the as soon as the shepherd gets, he starts to rub you. Oh, well, it's just about getting closer. As you get closer, you realize they are scratching. Have you seen how dogs get scratched and the dog will stand there for you to scratch? That's how sheep are. Yes, the mongoose also do that. Yeah. Yeah. You scratch them and it's like it stays there. Scratch more, scratch more, scratch more, scratch more. God is scratching you today. How many can sense God is scratching you somewhere today? Yes, different areas of your life. He's scratching you. Why? Because he wants you to build his house. How many want to be involved in building God's house? Yes. It's the highest job, the best job. And all of us, your strength is seen when you start building the house of God. Because why? For the first time, your, life, your, your mind is not on you. Your mind is on others who need. You see, when you are weak, <laughs> you only think of yourself every day. Yeah. But when you are strong, you start to help. I say, no, come, let me show you. I, I've seen this before. I was there once. I was down before. I've been in a ding-dong battle. Sometimes when I see people tell me certain things, I realize that they've, all they've had is the first blow, but it's going to be 19 more blows. But it's important for them to give some blows back. It's going to be here, 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 here for some years. Ding-dong battle. Be strong. And I have chosen you. So it means that when God even chooses, it's not that you are even strong here too. Huh? It's not that he's even chosen you. It's not that you are even strong yet. Wow. Hmm? Number five. Five benefits.
you will bear the burdens of the weak. You will bear the burdens of the weak. Romans 15.1 You will help others. You will help others. Until you are helping others, you are not strong. (laughs) We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Amen. Amen. Is it easy to understand? Yes. When you are weak, when you are strong, you start to help the weaker. You don't kill the weaker. (laughs) You start to help the weaker. So until you are a shepherd, you see, that's how I know that you become strong. Like, you, you you are looking at, you start advising people. I don't mean advice Oprah Winfrey or such secular advice you learn from your philosophy book or you read in a Mills and Boone story. I'm talking about the word of God. You start talking the word. Yeah. It's it's a sign that you are strong. You start to bear the infirmities of the weak. A lot of people are weak, but you'll be bearing and helping weaker people. Helping them in your life. Yes. Have I been helping you to be stronger? That's why when I preach, I don't say things too mystically. I I, I want you to get it. Somebody said, maybe I I shouldn't use such words. You know something? When I say it, you understand it. I know that I'm... I don't want you to... I don't want... I want you to be strong. Yes. I want you to be strong. So, if you are here today, it must become your vision in the last two benefits that I've shared with you. These are the five benefits. Number one, you win battles. Number two, you stop running away. Number three, no one can force you anymore. Number four, you build a house of God. Number five, you bear the burdens of the weak. You help weaker ones. These are the benefits. And, and it says, and not to please ourselves. Which means you don't please yourself. You don't do what is, what is nice for you. What is good for you. Or what is good for them. How many weddings have I officiated? Sometimes when you see me officiating a wedding, it's as if I've memorized the jelly believer. We are gathered here in the house of God. and I've never memorized it before. It's just I've done it so many times. I keep all the program. Everybody's wedding. I have your program. It's, it's an important event to me. Your wedding, not mine, yours. When I come to officiate wedding, I'm happy. And I, I need to know you before I officiate your wedding. I don't, I don't like just officiating just because it's, I'm happy. It's for you. It's your day. It's your happiness. If my coming makes you happy, I come. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Not to please myself. Please myself Saturday afternoon an opportunity to rest. 
Opportunity to rest. Yeah. To please myself. Just to please myself a little. To be happy a little. To rest a little. But when you are strong, you must help the weak. You must help somebody. So this come marks the beginning of you. Not, not somebody dragging you to church. But you now become a strong person. You know, I'm calling this a sister. I see she's in difficulty. All my life I've been helping the weak. It has made me rich. It has made me rich. I don't look for money. I help. Who are you? You are all weak, small, whatever. I'm helping you. Don't be jealous of me in future if you see that I, I'm, I'm blessed. Don't be jealous of people who help people. Yes. People don't even know why. Why, why does somebody love you? Why do people like you? So where do you get such people from? All oh, these people are doing anything for you. Why? What, is, what have you given them? How much money do you pay them? People ask me all the time, how much do you pay them? <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you help somebody, of many people that you help, there are some people that will never forget you. Yeah. No matter what happens to you, they will never forget you. I mean, there are a lot who forget, but there's people. And for sometimes just one person who will remember it's, it's not even that it's worth it because it's not for them, but it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Look, no one ever yet prospered from a salary. Yes. Salaries don't make you prosperous. You prosper from parasalary activities. Parasalary activities. Parasalaried activities, as you say. Yes. Parasalaried activities. Most people who have very high salaries, after years of earning the highest, I was talking to them. It's what we call uncertain riches. Uncertain. It's not certain. I almost every day I meet somebody who says, I've been a blessing. Me, I've been a blessing. Why? What have I done? So you don't know. <laughs> you, you told me. Me? You told me. Me? When? You told me. You were preaching. You said this. Said, me? You? I said, oh, wow. Almost every day. Yes. We that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. It's one of the great benefits of being strong. You start to lift up people. You know, one time I was looking at, it, it occurred to me a number of times, some of the surgeons, you know, surgeons, uh, they are some of the kindest people. You know, they stand on their feet for hours. They stand in front of the table like this. And they operate. I was looking at a couple of them. And one day it occurred to me, maybe the reason why they are even living so long so they become old and their hands shake. That's why they stop operating. But I felt that the, way, the, the, the person they are operating doesn't know what they, are, they do for them. <laughs> how much they know and how they fight to save their lives on the tables. Yeah. Because you are asleep. You can bring out all your intestines on the table like, oh, put it outside. Have you seen like a chicken when they remove the inside? Like that. Just like that. You go from here to here. Here to open, bring everything outside. They will be there six hours. 
nine hours, 11 hours this time. With glasses, they wipe their face like that. What, they put on music. And I was, as the other, I was watching, I said, maybe this is why they, 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 are, they are living so long. They help people. No, they don't even know. The people don't even know. They, you never even, when you say thank you, you don't even know what you are saying thank you. Yeah. When you help and you, you help the weak, there is a blessing. That blessing will never come like receiving. Look, if I am strong enough to give you five CDs, it means that I am even more blessed than when I receive five CDs. Because receiving five CDs, I am so blessed that I can give you five CDs. Let's take it, I can give you a thousand dollars. I receive a thousand dollars. Who is who is stronger? The one who can give a thousand or the one who is receiving a thousand? Everybody here can receive a thousand dollars. But how many can give a thousand dollars? The one who can give a thousand is strong. So it's more blessed to be at the point where you are now giving something and you are now doing something for people than where, oh yes, I received. God has blessed me. God has blessed me. I received it. I received it. Now you are giving. You are crying. I cry over people. Oh yes, I've cried many times. One day I was praying for somebody and I, I, just, I just broke down and started crying. I cried I was surprised the person was also surprised. It was just two, two of us. Because the thing hurts me and also affects my soul. It's not just, I'm not, it's not a job. My, 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 it's not a job. Do you think I'm doing what I'm doing for? Which salary are you going to give me? What is the aim of what I'm doing? They that are strong ought to bear the burdens of the weak. I'm speaking to you so that you become mighty in God and you'll be holding people's hands and lifting them out of the water. Yes. The world is full of difficulty and weakness. Every seven billion selfish people, seven billion greedy men, seven billion wicked people. Everybody thinking about himself. No one thinking about another. How can there be peace in this world? So God puts his spirit on you and makes you strong. Why? So that you help a lot of people and you stretch out your fingers and lift people out of the water, drowning, 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 drowning. You will never drown anymore in Jesus. This is a prophetic camp. And God is prophesying your greatness and your strength into your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Are you going to help somebody? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Coming to church alone. Every day somebody calling you and visiting you. Yeah. It's now time. You are going to be visiting. You are going to be visiting. You. When God wants somebody to preach somebody to help you lift up your hand and you say I'll be there I'll be there I'll be there for the meeting yeah. whether it's raining whether it's shining whether there's a bus whether there's no bus I'll be there 
I'll be there. I'm one of the guys who'll be there. No one yet prospered by salaries. Para salary activities, such as church. Do you think Ida prospered from a salary? You must be joking. She stands in a class of her own among the singers. It's on her own. Even when the other singers sing and she sings, you see that it's a different realm. Yes. Her international ministry. It's not from salary. No. It's not from salary. Para salaried activities. You think I'm prosper from salary activities? <laughs> is this one over time? Is this, or is, this, or is this over time? <laughs> Is this what? Is this over time or what is this one? <laughs> locum, this locum. Parasalary activities. Helping others. You never know who you will help. Every day I meet somebody. Every day. Every day. I was um, somewhere and I spoke to a small group, maybe 30 or 40 people. When I finished speaking, one of them came from a poor African country and he came to shake my hand. As he shook my hand, then he suddenly put his forehead here and started crying. He said, you don't know. I said, what? Are, what are? Look, you have no idea the effect of your little help that God is going to use you to give to people. He started crying. Then he gave me an offering. I was amazed. What is this? You have no idea. This little help you are doing what it will do. You don't know. Even t- there is a man, he says, you know, the only, if I don't like my wife, the only thing she told me to come to Lighthouse is the only thing that I don't know if I even I don't like her. She brought me here. Yeah. One day, a white man saw him and uh, he told him, I don't know where you work. But you must work at a very important place from your travels. (laughs) Either you work in the UN or something like the UN. And the organization that you work, you must be very high up. Because the the white man has been watching him. This is one of our pastors. You'll be like in the United Nations. You see, the church is more than the, the UN. It's more than the UN. You never know. You never know. Para salaried activities. Helping people. Whatever help. It doesn't matter. Helping somebody to pass his exam. That's why I say a lot of things when I'm preaching. It, it exposes me. People have even made fun of me because of things I've shared. Made fun of me. Mock me. Mock me on the internet and so on. I curse all those things. All those you keep on mocking. I'm cursing in my room. Desolation and distraction. Withering. 
Be careful with the man of God. You don't know what he's saying in his house. <laughs> if you were to hear some of my prayers, you'd be afraid. Because I'm aware of spiritual dogs, spiritual birds, serpents, flying creatures, half angels, half animals. They are all in the spirit world. We are fighting them. We are, we are fighting in the, in the spirit. So I release you into these five benefits Amen. of being strong. Amen. From today. I'll be there. Sit down. If you need someone to win a soul, 
And lead them to Jesus. I'll be there. You can count on me, Lord. Say, I'll be there. I'll be there. Whenever you need me. Whenever. Whenever 